Namaste and welcome to Chat with Shemaine. Today we're taking a look at feeling the fear and doing it anyway. So how many times in your life have you been stopped in your tracks by fear? I know I have plenty of times. Fear seems to be this disabling, crippling epidemic and very real in our society nowadays. I mean, fear is so many things for so many different people. Like, what is fear for you? Is it setting boundaries, asserting yourself, public speaking, making decisions, being alone, losing a loved one, even driving, <laughs> uh, possibly ending a relationship? I mean, there are so many different facets and factors to fear. I mean, we, as people, fear beginnings, endings, change, staying stuck, success, failure, living, dying, aging. I mean, the list just goes on and on and on, right? <laughs> it just seems that in every nook and cranny of life, fear is just sitting there waiting. Never mind the bloody boogeyman, you know, fear sitting there. I mean, whenever we put ourselves in and, you know, into unfamiliar territory, that's what I was looking for, uh, we experience fear, like we very often like just stay in our same rutted tracks because fear is so crippling to us. Like we just, you know, like, you know, we want to travel on our parallel path, never mind crossing the road. It's like, no ways, not going to do it, you know, no matter what, what that is, um, but yet the trick to moving on with our lives and, you know, developing and growing is to feel that fear and do it anyway. I mean, we constantly short-circuit our lives by choosing the most comfortable path, right? Oh, we're in a dead-end job that we absolutely hate, but, you know, it's secure and technically comfortable. You know, if you're getting a good salary or whatever, you know, you you being able to pay off your bills and everything so you know that's the comfortable path per se yet you're unhappy but you don't want to have the fear take that that risk that fear factor of you know quitting your job going for a new one you know very often people don't want to do that um does this sound like you <laughs> that it's not necessarily me but i I am crippled by fear. For me, it's, you know, speaking in public, doing this, I mean, uh, yeah, just putting myself out there in the line, like, that is my fear. But I know for me to grow and develop as a person, I need to do it. And, you know, for me to to grow my business, you know, which is about, you know, transformational coaching and helping women who ha are in or even come out of um, abusive uh, relationships, you know, from narcissistic uh, people or even, you know, borderline personality or whatever it is. Basically, if that relationship has been abusive emotionally um, and mentally, you know, I want to be there to help women through that because I've been in relationships like that and I know what it feels like. And I've, I worked on myself, you know, to move on past those relationships and it was fearful for me to even leave those relationships so yeah I mean fear is in our lives constantly I mean often we don't even know what the underlying cause of 
our fear is. But does it really matter? I don't think so. <laughs> but the great news is fear can be broken down into three levels. So let's take a look at, uh, well, the level one fears. And the level one fears, they can be broken down into two types. So those that happen to us and those that require action. So a few uh, examples of fears that happen to us, well, is aging, becoming uh, disabled, having to become retired, you know, being alone. Uh, for some people, it's children leaving home. It could be natural disasters, loss of financial security, losing a loved one, war, basically anything that you don't actually have control on that happened to you. Those are um, the level one fears of those things that happen. The, I just said that. Anyway, <laughs> and then the level one fears of those that re require our actual action uh, is obviously like for kids going back to school or, you know, even to college for some people, you know, having to actually make a decision, uh, changing your career, making friends, ending or beginning a relationship, asserting yourself, uh, possibly losing weight, uh, driving, public speaking, yeah, um, making mistakes, etc. You know, those require action. So I'm sure you have a few more that you could obviously add to the list and you wouldn't be alone if you said to yourself, I got some of the above, you know, that I've just said or even all of them. Um, and there is a reason for this. One of the insidious qualities of fear is that it tends to permeate many areas of our lives. Like so, for example, if you fear making new friends, it then stands to reason you also fear going to parties, having intimate relationships, applying for jobs, and so on. So this can be made even more clearer if we look at uh, the level two fears. So the level two fears are not situation-oriented. They involve uh, our egos more. So a few level two fears is like rejection, success, failure, being vulnerable, uh, being conned, helplessness, uh, disapproval, uh, loss of image. Okay, so as you can see, level two fears have to do more with our inner state of mind rather than really exterior situations. So level two fears reflect our sense of self and our ability to handle this world. So they explain why generalized fear takes place. <laughs> so if you're afraid of being rejected, this fear will affect almost every area of your life. It will affect um, you making friends, uh, being in intimate relationships, going for job interviews, and so on. Because rejection is rejection, no matter where it's found. You know, if you're going to do something and you possibly rejected, you know, that's a fear for you. And rejection, like I said, is rejection and so we begin to protect ourselves as a result and uh, we we begin to limit ourselves we shut down and close out the world around us because why we don't want that rejection so you know or whatever the fear is you know you don't want that so you, we start to shut down you know we become uh, in inverted commas hermits you know because you know it's just so much easier to to step away and not be in those situations or put ourselves in those situations um, because of that fear. So 
let's take a look at uh, the level three fear. So this level gets down to the nitty gritty of the issue. The biggest fear of all. The one that really keeps us stuck. So are you ready for it? It's simply, I can't handle it. You're like, what? Is that the big deal? Really? <laughs> yes, it is. We simply can't handle it. I know you're disappointed and possibly wanted something much more dramatic than that. But the truth is, at the bottom of every one of your fears is simply the fear that you can't handle whatever life may bring you. Okay, so let's test this uh, little theory. So, level one fears translate to, I can't handle this illness. I can't handle losing my job. I can't handle getting old. I can't handle being alone, making a fool out of myself. You know, basically, whatever it is, you can't handle it. And so, the level two fears translate to, I can't hand the, handle the responsibility of success or I can't handle failure, or I can't handle being rejected, etc. And thus, obviously, simply level three accumulates to I can't handle it. <laughs> I mean, if you could handle anything that came your way, what would we possibly have to fear? Obviously, nothing. We would have nothing to fear. And I know... What we're speaking about, you know, is making you jump up and down for joy, you know. But believe me when I tell you, you have just received a great piece of news. <laughs> what I have told you means that you can handle all your fears without having to control anything in the outside world, which should be a tremendous relief. You don't have to control your mates, you know, you don't have to control your friends, you don't have to control your boss, your family members, you don't have to control anything. All you have to do to diminish your fear is to develop more trust in your ability to handle what comes your way. So simply feel the fear and do it anyway. And the one thing that I have found that helps me deal with the, this fear that I have is EFT. Or emotional freedom techniques, okay, which is tapping on specific meridians. And when I feel fear, I choose very often I go to my collarbone because um, I just find that a really good tapping point. And obviously, it's in line with like your major. <laughs> um, oh my gosh, the word just left me now. Uh, I'm going to say arteries and meridians and, and all of that, your, your vague your vagus nerve anyway I can't remember right now I anyway I'm the belaboring the point <laughs> I'm getting off topic but basically every time you feel afraid remind yourself that it is simply because you're not feeling good enough about yourself I know some fear is instinctual and healthy and keeps us alert to trouble the rest the part that holds us back from personal growth is inappropriate and destructive and perhaps can be blamed on our conditioning, or what I like to call our ego. Our ego likes to keep us safe. I don't know about you, but in all my life, I've never heard a mother call out to her child as they go off to school, take a lot of risks today, darling. Have you? <laughs> no, instead we hear, be careful, you know, be careful, darling. This be careful carries with it a double message. The one message is the world is really dangerous out there. 
And the other message is you won't be able to handle it. But what, of course, the mother's really saying is if something happens to you, I won't be able to handle it. So you see, moms are just passing on their lack of trust in her ability to handle what comes her way. Or even dad, you know, possibly, whoever's saying it. Consider how many be carefuls our parents have bombarded us with. It's amazing we even manage to walk out the front door sometimes. Apart from the seemingly obvious connections, the cause of our fear quite possibly lies elsewhere. We don't know. But it doesn't matter where our self-doubt comes from, does it? I don't think so. Because it really doesn't matter in the sense of, you know, trying to wreck your brain, go back way when, you know, because it's often impossible to figure out what the actual cause of the negative patterns are, even if we did know. You know, the knowing doesn't necessarily change them. You know, if I believe if something's uh, troubling you, start from where you are and take the action necessary to change it from this point. So let's just say, in this case, you know, you don't like the fact that a lack of trust in yourself is stopping you from getting what you want in life. So that knowing creates a very clear, even laser-like focus on what needs to be changed. You don't have to scatter your energy wondering why, because it doesn't matter. What matters is that you begin to develop your trust in yourself until you reach a point where you can say, whatever happens to me, given any situation, I can handle it. Oh, I can hear the doubting Thomases out there saying, oh, come on now, how can you handle paralysis or the death of a child or cancer I understand their scepticism scepticism that's the word not scepticism anyway <laughs> I mean I was a doubting Thomas uh, myself once you know I used to and I mean now look at me I'm doing podcasts my gosh ah you know <laughs> but never let these three little words out of your mind uh, they possibly are the most important three little words ever spoken and heard I'll handle it so whenever you are in those situations and you feel fear just remind yourself you can handle it because you can guys you can handle it look how far you've come in your lives now I mean gosh and you can just go further. Why? Because I believe in you. You can handle it. Well, I hope you enjoyed uh, this chat with me today. And uh, please leave your comments or any questions or anything. Uh, possibly even comments on what crippling fears you have overcome in the past or want to overcome. You know, chat with me, guys. I want to hear from you. Ciao.